Hey guys, before we get to the show, I wanted to give two quick announcements, which I am stoked about. Number one, don't forget September 8th, next Wednesday, 7 p.m., we are having our first ever Speak Truth Without Fear community event. All you got to do is go to our website, put in your email, and we will send you the Zoom link and registration. Also, there's no fees for this podcast, so leave a review and share it if you love it. Ross the Boss is in the house. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What is up, everybody? It is Jordan Sarma with Rasta Boss in the house. And what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up. We are back. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. <laughs> how's, how's your day? How's your Thursday? Today's Thursday, September 2nd. How's your day, Ross? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. It's a great day to be alive. Wife should be giving birth any moment, any hour. Whoa. She should she should start. Uh, she's had some contractions here and there. We'll see what happens. That's exciting. But uh, mostly I'm just excited about... Uh, uh, being alive and loving people that are starting to love the truth a little bit more and proclaim it some. That's a pretty cool thing to be a part of that. So I'm excited about what's going on in life. I'm not so depressed today. Uh, I'm ready to joke around and make these jokers feel as dumb as they look. I love it, man. No, it's dude. I mean, we, we've talked about it's being in this new cycle. It's so tough to, you know, when we focus on it so much. And if you're not doing the other giving, using other tools, whether it's gratefulness, whether it's getting I mean, you, you told me right before, it's like, hey, bro, I'm going to be about 20 minutes late for the podcast because I'm at the gym and I'm working out like you're doing. Th- we're all doing things that will set ourselves up for the best success mentally, spiritually, physically. And it really is imp- important, especially with I mean, we've been talking about this, all the chaos that's going on in the world. Um, but one, one person I want to talk about in the beginning is Trisha, which we've talked about a lot on our Instagram over the last couple of days. Um, and just share quick, quickly an update from her story. Um, cause Trisha was a server at a restaurant. Uh, she's from Jamaica that I was, that I was at, I'm here in Daytona beach. My last day today, um, I head back home tonight and Trisha was a server for our restaurant and she was telling me the story of how. You know, it's crazy that because of her job and she's around so much people, she was pressured to get the vaccine. Her family and her sister told her not to get the vaccine, uh, but she did it anyways. And when she was serving us, her arm, her, her hand, uh, she started complaining and she was moving her arm and she said it's so much pain. Long story short, she got the vaccine in her right arm about a month, little over a month ago. She had major pain the first two weeks, and then as of about a week ago, uh, her arm started slightly shaking a little bit to the point where now she has to use her other arm to carry drinks and food. Um, and she was just like, she was in tears, like, I'm fear that I'm going, that something's going to happen to me. And she's scared that she's going to lose her job. So the Speak Truth Without Fear community, I went on she Instagram. She can't move her arms because yeah. of a vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she clear everybody. Yes. And she can move her arms, but she has to use her left hand in order to carry it, carry the trays or the drinks because she has a light shake on her hand and she's scared she's going to drop the drop the drinks or drop the food. Um, And now her fear is, is because her second dose she got in her left arm because there was so much pain in the right. 
the same type of pain that was in her right arm in the beginning has now started in her left. So what she's very scared and nervous about is the shake, the same shaking that has started, that has already started on the right is going to begin on the left. And if that happens, she will not be able to serve. That's literally what she said. Yeah, uh, that's a lie, though. They are 100 percent safe and effective and have no <laughs> side effects that anybody complains about. OK, Jordan, no one complains about any side effects. This was she also hit by a bus right beforehand. Right. That's maybe what was happening and also got the vax or what, what, do, you, what do you think? Well, and if she does complain, she will be censored. She will be banned. Right. She will be silenced. I we mean, if they're, if they're censoring gold star moms, right, who are <laughs> saying if, if you would if you wouldn't have, you know, Biden, if you wouldn't have done this, my son would still be alive. If they're censoring that, then they'll censor everybody. You got a grieving mother and you literally put a piece of tape over her mouth. One hundred percent. So, I mean, with all that being said, and we're going to move on from the story here in a second, I'm, I'm excited about two things. Number one, last night, or we, I went on Instagram Live. I told you guys this, if you've been following on Instagram, went on Instagram Live that night, told her story. You guys wanted to raise money for her. You guys sent my Venmo $2,040. And last night, we gave it to Trisha. She, she was in tears. Um, and it was just an amazing experience. That's what you guys wanted to do. We did it, gave every single dollar to her, and it was amazing to see how the community came together and did it. And so, and, to, and next Tuesday night, in about five days, Tuesday night, 9 p.m., on the Instagram uh, Speech Truth Without Fear Instagram live show, we're excited because Trisha is going to join us for about 10 minutes to say thank you, also tell her story. Um, so that's going to be really cool for, her, for the community. So make sure you're there on Tuesday night. Um, with that said, dude, um, got a lot of breaking news. Yeah. Got a lot, a lot of stuff we can talk about. Um, I'm not sure if you saw this. Australia. I mean, we've we talked a little. Yes. Quite, South Australia. Qu yeah. Yeah. We've saw, seen yes. quite a bit. The Atlantic put out an episode. I'm just going to read a little tiny, tiny little paragraph of it. People in South Australia. This is the title from the Atlantic. Australia trade away their liberty too fast. People in Australia will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation, and the state will text them at random times, and thereafter, they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where they are supposed, supposed to be. To be. Supposed to be. So anybody that wants to break this down real quick, let's just let's just talk about the level. Let's say you're a parent and you have a 14-year-old child that has snuck out six times and has also been caught doing drugs and has stolen alcohol out of daddy's fridge and has slept with multiple boys. So you are mad and you're trying to keep her safe. And so you go through the invasive tactic of making sure you have a find me on their phone and yep. then monitoring everything that they send and all that kind of stuff. And then also you reserve the right as a parent to text them at random and say, send me a picture of where you said you were. <laughs> and then if they send you, a, if you don't do it in 15 minutes, you're getting in your car, you're putting your slippers on and you're going to the house to make sure this is the level that the really? Australian government just said was normative to be in South Australia. For adults. For adults who haven't done anything wrong, 
who didn't vote for this, who didn't consent to this kind of control. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, the writing is on the wall. Every conspiracy theorist is shaking in, in their freaking tinfoil hats in the air and going, this is what we were talking about, everybody. I just made a video about this, Jordan. I oh, just made you? it on TikTok because it made me laugh so bad when I read it. Dude, I mean, it's not funny, but this is coming to blue states. Like this for is sure. This is coming to blue states. This is why we see a record number of people leaving blue states. This is why Gavin Newsom is recalled. This is why New York is people are leaving New York in floods. This is why because they know that if the they one they have it's sad because they have the elections on lock. In these blue uh, states, I believe that a lot of these states and local races have been completely uh, won through corrupted and fraud. Um, There's – yeah, and and we see what's happening. I don't know if you saw in New York City. They're blaming climate change on the floods because of the – but really what it is is the infrastructure is so bad in New York because these corrupt politicians, they pass these bills for infrastructure, and they never – Spend it on their own cities. Right. They always end up throwing it into somebody else's pocket for a, for a contract bid that had to go out to the guy who had that lobby firm help him get elected. And his brother owns the construction company. So they sent out $17.9 billion to that thing. It's just all – dude, it's all one big freaking racket, and we all know it now. You know, it, it really is. I mean have, you've been to New York City, have you? No, I have never been to New you York never, City. Dude, never I'm, once, Jordan. Never Me. been. No, and the guy who has a – Absolute lust fest for pizza has never <laughs> been to New York City, and oh, I want to go so bad. And I'm sure that opportunities will arise for me to go because of this kind of thing that we're doing in the near future. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, go ahead. What were you saying? I mean, well, one, you're not going to be able to go to New York City anymore. You can't even get a coffee <laughs> in New York City anymore, Ross. You are not allowed <laughs> in New York City to go and get a piece of pizza anymore. You are going to have to go outside of Manhattan because that is where all the freaking mandates are. It's absolutely insane. But New York City, it's trash. It's sad. I mean, obviously, there's per- beautiful sections of it. But you go to the subways, I mean, they smell like piss. They're nasty. And the reason why is because – and you go to – the, well, the reason why is because Democrats don't take care of their own cities. Blue cities always have crime. Their crime is higher. Their, um, the homeless is higher. They don't take care of their cities. That's the one thing about California that I always hated driving in Los Angeles because there was potholes everywhere. Oh. I have I, been to Los Angeles. I've never seen more condoms on the ground ever in my life. Yeah. Ever. Um, I've never seen – hear me, people. I have never seen more used condoms on the ground than when I walked in LA and I've probably been to 70 like big US cities. I traveled a lot for like a good seven, a six year period there. And yeah, I've never seen it like per capita <laughs> per, per a hundred square feet. There's more yeah. dirty condoms on the ground in LA than anywhere I've ever been. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, so apparently somebody banged somebody right here and then 19 feet that it happened again. You yeah. know, it's like it, for whatever reason, they're, they're allergic to trash cans there. You have Senator Schubert that came out today blaming the floods in New York on global warming. He said, quote, when you get two record rainfalls in a week, this is not a coincidence. It's going to get worse and worse and worse until we do something. And this is why we need to Was it record rainfalls? I I mean, 
That's actually a good question. Yeah, I try to pay attention. I try to be like, all right, let's see. And then like a day later, I'm usually like, yeah, you lied. I mean, the floods were bad. Suppose, I mean, I think 22 people died from this. Um, I mean, the floods were absolutely insane. But again, to blame the flooding on climate change and not on actually fixing the infrastructure of a broken down, horrible dump city in majority of this city outside of – I mean, Manhattan's beautiful. But the, the outskirts and the suburbs of New York City, dude, it's, it's so bad because they, they do not care about you. You mean suburbs are beautiful, but the in, 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 internal city and subways. The outskirts, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the outskirts well, is well, nice? Well, no. Well, 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 well I've on, never getting, been. No, yeah, no. The, the neighborhoods are trash, dude. I mean, obviously, there's beautiful parts of the city, but where a lot of the, where a lot of the people leave, live, it's, I mean, it's, it's horrible. I mean, you go, you go a mile outside of Manhattan, and I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's certain parts that you can go to that's really nice, but when I was in parts of, of Brooklyn and the, the Bronx, the, right, right outside Yankee Stadium, it's complete trash. I mean, it's, it's kind of, to me, it reminds me of um, Los Angeles and Staples Center, where in Staples Center, um, yeah, Staples Center, like that one block is gorgeous. I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. There's no homeless. The streets are clean. The, no the pavement's potholes. white. The, yes, yeah. it's nice. You it's go one street out of that one little block, and it's like a complete – You there's needles on the floor. There's condoms on the floor. You are scared for – you're scared to walk to your car. It's why people will pay extra for the parking because you can't just park on the street or find a little alleyway because you will be scared to walk to your car. I'll, I'll never forget a couple of years – was it a year ago? Or yeah, a little over a year – two year, no, it was two years ago when I went to a Los Angeles Rams game and I parked on the side. I would never do – I'm like, I will never do this again. This is crazy because there's a street in Los Angeles called Skid Row which is famous for all the homeless and there's tents on this one street that's really long right through downtown LA. Well, now Skid Row is Los Angeles Row, and it goes all the way up to Hollywood, miles and miles and miles. It's not one street anymore. It's covered the entire city except the one part of Staples Center, and that's kind of what it reminds me. And uh, it's sad because, I mean, where my school used to be when I lived, when I lived in Hollywood, um, it's tents all the way up and down. I mean, it's gone literally – it's like if we were living in Kansas City and it goes all the way up to the plaza, just tents all the way up and up, up down for miles, for three or four miles. And that's, that's basically what's happened. So, <laughs> You know, there's belief from a lot of people that everything that's happening right now is a great reset. Obviously, that's you know what the goal is. <laughs> but I've heard – some people, like uh, Red Pill Babe, you know, uh, 1776, and uh, a couple other people talk about how they think that the white hats, the people that are good, that are in positions of power, have prepared that the demolition will be like a controlled demolition where they'll be able to kind of rebuild something that's better than what was or something like that. And that all sounds neat and fantastic, you know, because it would be neat to see if everybody – if the laws that were put into place and the rules that were put into place were actually reflective of the people's opinion and the people's in the people's attempt to think about solutions for stuff right. like imagine if we all just made every if we in our local zip code made every citizen sit down for 22 minutes and discuss the top 3 most annoying things in the in their zip code that would probably all get changed immediately if they could just be like okay that's what we'll do all of our taxpayers that we pay every year we're putting it into savings instead and we're just going to fix these three problems and, you know, or whatever, I feel like it would be so efficient. 
So 100%. efficient. And well, uh, so I'm excited for the day when people are involved with politics again. And I'm doing some of that in my own community now. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, no, I'm going to do that thing that speak truth to that fear, that thing that we set up for everybody or, yep. you know, the three uh, steps. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do here in the next month. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I'm going to try to do it in the next month so I can kind of get in on some of that. And I'm meeting with a lot of the local people here to uh, kind of revitalize the people that are that are conservative thinkers that are. And I don't care if you're liberal, be liberal. But if you're if you're a real liberal, come along. I don't care. Literally. Well, and, and again, I, there should be a lot of liberals that are now that should be willing to come to these meetings just for medical freedom alone, because we know that 80 percent or up to 80 percent of this nation do not believe that are for medical freedom. They're against the passports. They're against this tyranny. Um, and they don't they don't want to see it. And we've seen the numbers of the African-American race. We've seen the numbers of the Hispanic race. And what is happening right now? Um, I was listening to the Charlie Kirk podcast earlier this morning, and Charlie Kirk talked about one of the most famous private schools in the nation called Brophy. And these, what is happening right now? And this is how they're doing it. Because there's a school in Brophy. It's one of the most popular private schools in all of the country. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. And he, what they are doing is you have. He goes, I finally figured it out how these corporations and these institutions that were once set up to support us and help us, and now they are just being completely you know, wooed away by, by social justice activism and these trigger, you know, triggered leftist organizations. And what's happening is you have these guys on the board that are scared. They have no balls. They just want to keep their jobs. They don't want to piss everyone off. They want their people pleasers. And then you have these leftist activist organizations that are going after the most influential private schools, the, the institutions, the FBI, the military. They're going after them and, and saying that they're going to smear them. They're going to ruin their lives. And they're bowing down to these two to these um, organizations. So Brophy, they bowed down. And what is happening right now is you have rich, white um, people on this board bowing down to these leftist organizations and calling Hispanics and blacks within their own school saying, you will lose your scholarship. You will lose, your son or your daughter will lose their scholarship. And we have an entire waiting line a uh, wait, uh, waiting room for people that we will give your child scholarship to them if you do not get guess it vaccinated. Wow, this is what's happening. They are forcing the vaccination on these high school students. Parents are fighting back, but again, I mean, this is what leftist Marxist yeah, ideologies they, do this. they cheat. They win behind the scenes. They'll go after your kids. They'll like they, they'll they ruin everything. Yeah, they really do. They're the losers. They're the losers of the group. They're, look, here's the deal, okay? No, I don't give a shit if you – or I don't give a crap if you want to argue with me or whatever. If you are the parent or the person who goes and finds 21-year-olds who are drinking alone in a, on the beach and you arrest them for that, you're a loser. <laughs> Flat out, you're a loser if you are the person that does that. And we know that's happening in Australia. <laughs> 
It's just it. true. You're the loser. If you're the person stopping a party, you're a loser. Yes. That's the way that we've always known it. That's that's. I'm sorry. That's the metric. That's the social metric system that every person who grew up in normal public school still knows to this day. And guess who the loser is? The government. And guess yep. who's sucking them off? You. You. That's what's <laughs> happening. You're the loser's girlfriend. That's what's happening. You're the loser. And you're also the loser's girlfriend. So stop. <laughs> stop these ridiculous things. You're ruining everybody. And you know what the parents are doing here? They're pulling their kids out. They're yeah, going, they the $5,600 that the government's going to pay you this year for my student or for my son, you ain't getting it. Yeah, they're saying screw it. They're saying it. And now speaking of these leftist organizations, they are being triggered today. By the one and only, and God bless this man, because he's really stuck it to them, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Have you seen what Joe – today, Joe Rogan comes out on his social media. Today or yesterday? Or maybe – was this – I saw it today. So. When, when he said ivermectin is what he's yes. using? Yep. Okay, but I didn't see his response to everybody's response to him. Does he have a response to that? No, no. But Not Tim, yet. But Tim Pool has – I mean everyone is just – joining the party you have the leftist organization they're like oh my gosh joe rogan is telling people to take horse pace <laughs> like the like the craziest like hello first of all this is a drug that has been approved by the who and the cdc and they've used this for decades for, for Lyme four disease. billion administrations by the way yes. four billion times that that drug has been administered to human beings guys yes it's not a it, horse paste. It's ridiculous, dude. The fact. It's not only horse paste. It is also inside of some horse pastes. <laughs> well, yeah, and there, but there are tablets that are made right. for humans. Right. And there are case studies that it works and works better than remdesivir that we are giving to every single person. I mean, the thing about these hospitals is they don't have, they don't have like a custom protocol for each individual based off their specific body or circumstance. It's like. Right. Here's the protocol. This is what we do. This is the medication. $7,200 per dose. Uh, why? Because ivermectin. And why do we not want to have ivermectin? Because it's only $60 to $120 per dose. Like, if you, you have to follow the money here, guys. So basically, what's happened is this <clears throat> doctors and all of them existed in the past, and they were corrupt in various ways because of big pharma lining their pockets to promote certain things. We all know that that's the thing. And then a big thing happened. Where all of a sudden there was a massive highway of financial income for the medical community and if you didn't participate in the narrative, you weren't allowed to profit from the traffic on the highway. Yep. And so that's what's happened is there's been a significant amount of incentive that has occurred for people to participate in the traffic on the highway. And yep. if you're one of the nurses or doctors or physicians or PhDs or person who came up with the vaccines or person who was the vice president of one of the vaccine manufacturers companies and you've gotten off the highway and you've said, um, actually, that highway seems to be more about control and profit than it is about actual the, the cars doing better on the highway, then uh, come off the highway, guys. Come over here. And then you've been labeled as terrible by everybody who's profiting and who also gained their political chair by those same companies. One, one, no, that is that is exactly what it is. And it's so interesting when people like what? That's just my opinion. You're, you're spreading misinformation. Why don't you just believe? Why don't you just do it? It's for the greater good. Listen, this is the exact same government that has lied to us for decades about our health, including – dude, bro, do you remember the food pyramid? 
Like yeah. the food pyramid literally has caused the obesity crisis that where we are today. Why do you think that? Tell me about it. Well, What's- because they, they were pushing breads and dairies and sugars. and they, Like the, the complete food pyramid that they made over, over the last 30, 20 years when we were younger was a complete – it caused the obesity crisis from where we are today. Yeah, I guess if you think about it, if grains and all that crap is like your baseline of stuff that you eat the most of. It was like a- carbs and dairy was like the first thing. It's like pound yourself with dairy. Let me pull dairy. this up because now I'm, like, I'm about to laugh because I think pull- you're right. No, yeah. They – the – what the government told us was the healthiest diet was a complete farce and a lie that led us to a nation being obese. And they lied about this, and now it's like, hold on, now we want to – you got us obese. Now you want us to bo- trust you with our bloodstream, but we have no reason to be hesitant about it. <sighs> yeah, you need – you should, you should look it up and I'm tell me I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to bring it up. With the <laughs> but – um. Yeah, I'm gonna while while you're looking this up, I'm gonna read the actual quote of what Joe Rogan said. He said, "Turns out I got COVID, and we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of of uh, med- medications, mono I can never say this monolaudal uh, antibodies, basically an- uh, antibody ad- med- medication, ivermectin, Z-Packs, prednisone, everything. Uh, I also got the NAD uh, drip, vitamin drip. He basically did." Like uh, just a bunch of medication that is not being used in the hospitals right now. Um, and he said within three – he goes, after day one, I felt amazing. But three days good. I'm outside right now. I'm, I'm getting walks. And a uh, long story short, he's going to have to push back his um, show. And that was like – he was like, I have some bad news though. The bad news is I'm pushing my show up from Friday to Sunday. So this dude, after one to two days of taking Western medication – Ivermectin, antibodies, a Z-Pack, which is everything that a lot of frontline doctors today have been pushing. Right. Is and calling us COVID hoaxers and conspiracy. We're we're the ones that are killing people because we're pushing these um, horse medications. I mean, let's look at this. What what is the first thing (laughs) that they want us to eat? Pasta? Bread, cereal. Look at this. Yeah, the bottom of the food pyramid is straight up like an Italian restaurant, right? <laughs> you know, now that I see this, bro. Like, okay, like, it does dude, this make is the sense. clown world. I, I, we should have saved this for clown world. That is clown world, bro. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like this is everything everybody warns you against: is bread, cereal, rice, and pasta groups. Although I have heard some people say that's just American bread. I don't know though. Yeah. Well, also, that, okay, I don't, but then you have then you have your fruits and vegetables, and like dairy. I don't know if the fruits and vegetables used to be right here. I maybe they were. Maybe they I thought were. I thought dairy was actually next. I thought dairy was next too because you said that, and maybe I yeah. just believed it. Yeah, but, but again, the fact that the number one thing that they that they were telling bread. us was to pack yourself with carbs. It's just like this is oh, how let's we see got if we can fat. find an old one here. Uh, food pyramid from 1999. Let's and if you that. guys are listening right now, if you want to go on Rumble to see this, you can go on Rumble and watch this video. Um, okay. <laughs> Can you that. see this? Look at that, dude. Look, okay, so this is 1999. All right, so let's go into it here. We've got rice, cereal, sourdough, it looks like, uh, spaghetti. Um, 
some mushrooms, uh, they some, got some lettuce. They got some vegetables. Yeah, I see some vegetables over there in tucked away in the corner. Those are they got, definitely they got tucked sandwiches. away. Look, look, look. You got the fruit over here tucked away in the corner, and you got the other <laughs> veggies tucked away in the corner here a little bit. Uh, so we know that Americans are generally here. And I don't know if this is a sandwich or if this here is a burger, but I tell you one thing. That bad boy's got some grease on it, I tell you that. Some mayonnaise, a little bit of that American <laughs> slime help things go down the right way. <laughs> uh, so this is definitely me, okay? And then look, water from the spigot. Water from the spigot, son. Water from the spigot over here. Okay, next up. Next up, eat moderately. Okay, a moderate diet of, okay, fish, meat. All right, I like that. Milk, yogurt. And cheese. Dairy. Yeah, dairy. dairy. So you know what? You were right. It was the poultry, meat. And, I, you know, I don't see any steak. Oh, maybe this is steak. Is this supposed to be steak, you think? Uh, that is an ugly steak. That is some bloody, <laughs> blo- That's bloody meat right there. Definitely raw. Okay, milk, yeah. Uh, so that all the capitalists could make all their money, uh, you yep. know, the, all the lobbyists that got, and that's got what, these and jokers that's, elected could make the all the money point. on cheese. That's yes. the point. They, they, it that's wasn't the about point. us. It was about profiting the cheese company and all that stuff who were making buku. We didn't, they didn't know what to do with all the cheese that they had. So like, we got to sell it. Just like yep. they didn't know what to do with fluoride. So they decided to throw it in our water supply. Yep. What no, in and, the world? I got to look and, that up more. And that is what we're saying about this vaccine. Like, guys, if you think yeah. that they care about your health. Yeah, they want you on the highway. And, and uh, yes, they do. And From the, the government has lied to us about everything over and over again. And the biggest lie, which, bro, I don't know if you've even heard about this. It, it came out where you're, you're – remember when Trump was having all these intelligence links? All, like, everything was just leaking. Well, it's starting to happen for Joe Biden. And there was a leaked call uh, yesterday, I believe, from the intelligence community that basically when you read the transcript, there's two humongous lies that come from this. Well, number one, Joe Biden told the president of Afghanistan back in July on a phone call that he, that the, that the, uh, he was telling the president of Afghanistan to even basically lie about the perception – that the Taliban is not taking over and winning and advancing. This is two months ago. He said, and the president of Afghanistan said, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. He go, and I want to find the quote. I could have sworn I wrote down this quote. Uh, he said, nobody, but, in, but he told the entire nation a week, week or two ago on national television. That, that we had no, no idea, right? We had no idea. Nobody could have ever anticipated this. He, what, who did he blame? He blamed the Afghan government, and he also blamed Trump. But he knew about this two months ago, so he completely lied. And, and that's he, the thing, man. Everybody lets him off the hook as yeah. if like you're so, – like as if you're just allowed to straight lie. Like when you say – that you didn't know about any of your son's business deals, and then we have signed affidavits and the emails from your son's yeah. own computer that, in fact, you did know. You yes. did know. You did lie to the American people. You did. And you're lying again now, and everybody just lets it go for some reason. I don't understand. Yeah. No, he knew about this. He lied. Now, I will to give some uh, – a little bit on the other side. The media – CNN has surprisingly – 
has begun. Yeah, it's, begun it's a whole maneuver. They're, they're doing it all together because they're transitioning into something else soon. They're just trying to get as much. They're, they're, it's multi beneficial for them to start blaming Biden now because yes. if they start doing it, the base of the Democrats will side with the media and go, "Yeah, Biden's the idiot, not yep. this whole thing is the idiot." Right. Now he said there is a. This is what he said. Quote. I found the quote. There is a need to lie, whether it is true or not. And what to take from this, everyone? He that said is that. Yes, he said there. Quote. There in the transcript, there is a need to lie, whether it is true or not. And what this is showing us is that. They don't care about the reality. They don't don't care. care. DC lives on perception. Yep. They live on perception of the public because that's what affects their poll numbers. That affects their bank accounts. That's what affects their their future. So they don't – they will say whatever they have to say, including your health, including your bank account and your checks, including your taxes, including what's happening with our military. They do not care. It's all about perception. And Joe Biden 100% lied about this. Wild. It's crazy. Kaylee McElhenney, I can never say her name right. um, Me neither. Said that Richard Grinnell last May told her when she was the press secretary that the Taliban were advancing on the government. If the Trump administration knew about this a year ago – you dang know that Joe Biden and their entire administration knew exactly what would have happened when they pulled out. And here's – dude, this is what's crazy. I learned this today also on the Charlie Kirk podcast. Every single ally of ours that has left Afghanistan, do you know what happened to their weapons, their tanks, their, all of their, their planes and helicopters? They pulled them out. They destroyed them. Ugh. All of our allies destroyed everything. But the United States of America left $82 billion worth of all the gear that we know, the trucks, the, the So planes. I've said this before. Have I already given my cruise ship analogy on a podcast? Say it again. Because I, I think we need another one. Okay. So $80 billion, right? You think of that and you're like, Bleh. but okay, I want you to think of something real quick. Think of a cruise ship that you've been on, Jordan. Uh, you've probably been on a middle-of-the-pack cruise ship, right? It's got 13 floors. It's got, you know, 75 kitchens, you know, thousands of people. It's got the amazing elaborate banisters, the multiple pools, the slides, the concert halls, the uh, dining halls, the stages, the concerts, all of it. They've got all of this immaculate stuff and then all the suites and everything. Think of that. And then think, that's $500 million. Holy crap. 500 mil. If anybody ever gave you one of those, it would be the most elegant gift that anybody has ever given anything or anybody. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's amazing. So imagine you're walking on the beach in Florida and you see one of those out, docked out a thousand yards on the water. And you're like, damn. And then you see another one. Yep. And then you see another one. And then you see another one. As far as your eyes can see, and you're like, wow. And so you get on your bike and you go down, and it takes you like 20, 30 minutes of riding your bike to get to the 160th one. That, every one of those, is $80 billion worth. Wow. That's how much of a thing the United States, you, the taxpayer, just gave as a sweet little gift 
to a terrorist organization that kills Americans, wants death to America, hates you, hates Christianity, hates women, and Biden just gave them this. Wow. And every other country didn't give him anything. So it's and, like and we're I have a hard to... time thinking that that wasn't purposeful. Maybe if you gave them two cruise ships, I would have been like, dang, you idiots. You gave them 160. That's right. not was, a mistake. It was, it was 100% per, on purpose. And because when we left Iraq, we destroyed most of it. I mean, we did. Obama got a lot of flack for leaving some, which got in the hands of the Taliban or ISIS and some other terrorist organizations. That, I mean, Obama got flack for that, but they did destroy most of it. So they know the protocol. You destroy it or you bring it back, which, again, I don't understand why we would leave. It could not have cost more than a billion dollars to, to transport the $88 billion worth of equipment. I mean, to think about it, our taxpayer dollars, one, paid for all of that, that gear, all those planes, the Blackhawks, the, the thousands of trucks, the Humvees. We paid for that with our tax dollars. So we're forced to still pay our taxes, what, 38% is average in the country. We're forced to pay 30 to 40% or 20 to 40% of our earned income to a bunch of corrupt politicians that get to manage it and then crap our money away and now our tax dollars, a percentage, a percentage of the money that you make of your hourly wage is funding the Taliban who hate us, that they are a terrorist organization and our money is funding it. Yeah, it really is that, you know, that's why I like Rand Paul, because he always kind of brings it down to the simplicity of like, why are we doing these things that none of us would really want if we knew about right. it? Right. And that's why these COVID relief bills are 2,200 pages. Like, yep. let's be honest. You could have said all small businesses, we're going to replace the money that they would have bought, would have lost because of these stupid things we've done. And then we're also going to pay everybody this thing that we're going to do. And then we're going to make sure that all of the, uh, the government that wasn't getting the taxes from all this also is taken care of. And that's it, everybody. Don't worry. We're going to take care of things. But no, you had to spend $10 million to Pakistan for gender studies. You yeah. had to send. Unbelievable. You know, just, I mean, just think about it, guys. None of the way that budgets are being ran are the way that if me and you, the listener, if me and you were like, how should we run the 200 bucks we just got from our kids? We wouldn't be like, let's buy the neighbor a jetpack. We would be like, uh, probably put it away for their college to make sure that they thrive. Right. Or something, no. you know, but it's not. It's not uh, it's not what's happening. So, yeah, none of this makes sense, man. And, it, and it's and it's just so corrupt and so dirty and so filthy and so obvious now that I think regular Americans are like, actually, screw this. Yeah. Screw this whole thing. Maybe we should stop paying taxes and be like, what are y'all doing with this? Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And thankfully, open the books dot com. Um, there's an investigator that, you know, basically every report that comes out, every four-year report, he takes it and he puts it on his website so that he has these reports. You got that well, on the screen right now? Um, I can't because I can't my computer is just too dang slow to put it up. Okay, but, I can do uh, it. But, What's it called? But yeah, openthebooks.com. Um, now, you have to dig in and find it, but this is what I was going to say. Biden officials, thankfully, we have this organization because the Biden officials demanded that all government websites scrub all of the audit and reports of the $83 billion of military equipment that was left in Afghanistan. Who so asked the, them to do that? The, the, Biden, the Biden administration, the State Department. You had, you had the Government Accountability Office, the requested audit 
um, was forced to remove. It's gone. The special investigator for Afghanistan reconstruction, gone. But wow. thankfully, OpenTheBooks.com has everything there. And if we did not have that, if you didn't have organizations outside of the government that were keeping the government accountable, we would never know which is why it's so important. So they, they did this on purpose. What are they trying to hide? What they're trying to hide is that they funded and gave our weapons and our gear to our foreign adversaries. That is what's happening here. Uh, but you guys can I look found at, it. Yeah, you guys can look, look, look through that. Um, it's all on there. And I got, I got this report straight from Charlie Kirk. Um, his podcast today was incredible, ta- just really exposing everything that uh, they did. 110 helicopters, 60 transport cargo planes. That's yeah, yeah. all there. Insane, I mean, the, this, this, these are government reports. 358,000 uh, regular uh, assault rifles. Okay, uh, so that's actually – okay. 358,000 of them. Oh, here. I'll yeah. just let you see. Again, if you're listening right now. You need to check us out on Rumble so you can see what we're talking. This is the straight RPGs. <clears throat> RPGs, we left 10,000 basically. Grenade launchers, we left 25,000. You're I mean, welcome. Think, think about that. We gave the Taliban, a terrorist organization that hates us, 25,000 plus grenade launchers. <laughs> Machine guns, 64,000. I mean – Wow. This same go- guys, oh golly, this same government. Where <laughs> I love looking directly at these numbers because it's so helpful. Yo, this same government tries to tell you that these are evil. These rifles are evil, and you should. And we don't even have the fully automatic version that goes da 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 da. We have the semi-automatic version that does one at a time, and they just paid for. Three hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars, not into the or three hundred and fifty-eight thousand of them, not into the hands of potentially dangerous Americans, actual terrorists. Yep. And you want to tell us how to control our guns, yep. Biden? Y'all want to try to tell us what we should do here? What a freaking joke! Well, like, there's not even three hundred and fifty-eight murders from rifles per year in the United States. Wow, it's it's such a good anyway, such a good thought. Well, it gets worse, bro, because at now this is not 100% confirmed. It's being reported by Populist Press. Uh, it's also being reported. And this, if this is true, what I'm about to tell you, if this is true, this will most likely lead to the impeachment of Joe Biden. This came out about an hour before uh, we came on. And this is the report. Pardo Murr went f- uh, further in his interview, which he is the former uh, deputy. Uh, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for the Western Hemisphere Affairs. Roger Parmo, Pardo Murmur went further into his interview and he said not only did they know – and this is uh, talking about the ISIS bomber in, uh, at the airport. He said not only did they know when it would happen, but they had the Predator drone on lock on the bomber. They, the permission to shoot was requested and was denied by the Taliban. The reasoning why they needed the Taliban's permission is because the Biden administration was still in process of negotiating with the Taliban who aren't even in control of their own government. If this is true, 
Joe Biden will be impeached because Pelosi, I mean, Pelosi only has a few, few votes, but they, but the U.S. He's saying that the U.S. Department of Defense already knew who the bomber was ahead of time, before the bombing happened, and where it would be, which was the Abbey Gate, which was at the highest risk. And they, and they, and they didn't. So they didn't step on the toes of the Taliban. Yes. And so because they didn't want to because they didn't want to step on the toes of the terrorist organization that has killed thousands and, and will kill more funded. because they didn't want to step on their toes because they had just funded them basically uh, with a giant arsenal. They didn't want to piss them off. So they allowed Americans to be killed. Watched it happen. Watched it happen. My goodness. Yeah, dude. If that's not an impeachable an, an impeachable offense, I don't know what is. But uh, yeah, I hope you, this goes viral, bro. I hope I hope every Democrat realizes what we're dealing with, man. Yep. No, that's that is something that you don't just make up. But again, you guys can look that up. I mean, there are articles starting to be written about it, and it's going to go into investigation. If this is true, the State Department knew. I mean, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine the feelings and emotion the parents and the families and the friends of the 13 soldiers that were murdered by that bomber. And right. if you can tell and me – you had a finger on the trigger and you, you were waiting for the Taliban to give you the okay. Dude, the U.S. government potentially are taking orders from the Taliban. That, that is the place – that's the place where we're at, man. It's um, and it's not because and see here. Here's the thing. All, like I've heard all these people maybe starting to make fun of the United States and how dumb we are or whatever. And the only like, okay, no, actually our leadership's just stupid right now. But like, come on our turf, boys. I promise you one <laughs> thing. I promise you one yep. thing. You come on our turf, it's going to be a different fucking story. Yeah, no, I, I you don't completely. just get to kill Americans so easily. Sorry, everybody, for the f word. I, I, I'm a murderous <laughs> spirit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, well, I mean, I think we'll we got about five minutes before we probably wrap this thing up. Uh, before we do get to the last segment, because uh, we've been starting this thing called Clown World, which we'll kind of get into some good clown clowningness of what's going on in the world. But before we do, I want to remind you guys: September eighth at seven p.m. Eastern, we are going to be having our first ever Speech Truth Without Fear community event. I myself, Ross, will be there. The entire Speech Truth Without Fear team will be there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be on Zoom. Um, and it's, yeah, we're really, really looking forward to it because we're not going to have to be on uh, Instagram platform. We can say whatever the heck we want. Um, and then we're also going to make a really cool announcement for the community at the end because what we did for Trisha, what we also did for the Cusick family, raised $110,000 for James and Jim, uh, James Cusick. We can do more of this on an organizational level, not even just financially, but even with politics and organizing. And if we are together as a community outside of just Instagram comments and some little DMs here and there, if we can figure out a way to come together, which we think we have found a solution for that, we can we can do so much more because a lot of us feel isolated oh, and we're not – you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I can't wait. I'm so stoked. Uh, Taliban announces China will be their main partner. Just now? Uh, humanevents.com, I think it's today. Two, three hours ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shocked. That's Taliban yeah. announces China will be their main partner. Golly, <laughs> okay, I can't that, believe it. How do people not see it? That is the perfect. This is the perfect transition in for. Oh, I hit clown the wrong button. For the clown world. 
We told you once, ladies and gentlemen, that it was going to be absolute destruction if the Democrats got in. And what do we have? <laughs> Taliban in China. <laughs> so good. My goodness. Uh, welcome to Clown World segment, everybody, where we have a great time making fun of dumb things. I mean, okay, let, well, let's say that again. We have the Taliban just announced that they are becoming allies with our biggest adversary, China. After we just gave them 80 bill. After we just gave them $80 billion, I also saw a report that they're selling our tanks and moving them into Iraq. I mean, Iran. So cool, it's, I cool, mean, cool. We, yeah. <laughs> Like, this is great. And then did we did you see the parade yesterday where you had According to a Taliban spokesman, China will now be the group's main partner and will help rebuild Afghanistan. Afghanistan. China will be our main partner and represents a great opportunity for us because it is ready to invest in our country and support reconstruction efforts. Yeah. That's exactly right. Dude, that's that's sad. We basically said we sold you, Afghanistan to China. We didn't. Biden with, did, and we gave them our gear. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey my, guys, co- here's all of our stuff. Yeah, just I mean, unbelievable, dude. If you can't clown realize this world. is happening, dude, what a joke. Justin Sweden, this is Clown World guy. With this Clown World section, Sweden bans travelers from Israel. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sweden has banned travelers from Israel, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, (laughs) starting September 6th due to the record-breaking rise in COVID-19 cases. If you're just objective and you're just looking at it and you're sweet and you're just like, I don't know what's happening over there. You guys are vaccinating like crazy. Way to go. But uh, I don't want any of that crap in my in, on our guys. So just stay over there. Oh, my goodness. And I think doesn't Israel strictly use Pfizer? Am I right on that? Yeah, they do. They use Pfizer and uh, there's there's another one. But Pfizer okay, is I one of the main ones. I thought it was strictly ones. Pfizer. It's uh, interesting to say the least. Also, in other news, in other clown world, you ready for it? I'm ready. Peru bro. has the lo- has the toughest lockdown in the world, and still ends up with the world's worst fatality rate. Wow! Consistently, uh, Peru. Yeah, it's it's currently the number one in world in deaths per capita by far. Wow! By wow. far, that is a clown world right there i mean you, and they you have, have the toughest lockdown so yeah there you go everybody that's man well i mean i going... wonder what backflips they'll do to explain how this is oh the stats are actually outdated from 2017 <laughs> oh like the voter rolls from 2020 yep no that's, that's good that's so good i mean I'll, we'll end with this i mean think about this i Aaron talked about this on our Monday Night Instagram Live where she did an entire article on the FDA. Aaron Elmore, look up her Twitter. She did an entire article about Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday night, I'm sorry. Thank you. Tuesday night, we had an Instagram Live on Speak Truth Without Fear, and she talked about how, one, which we already know, the the average FDA drug that's approved is 10 years. It got approved in a year. Number two, this was even – I mean this to me is even bigger – the F- well, actually, there's two more things about the FDA. Number two, the, the average vaccine, you do not start seeing the effects, the adverse effects or any side effects 
until year number four of taking it. You mean long-term side effects? Long-term side effects. Thank you. Sorry. We okay. do not that that must have been – I haven't seen that study yet. No, yeah. So on, we don't – the average long-term side effect, the side effects that begin to happen when you take the vaccine, which is why the average one is 10 years. So they have two rounds worth to get through it. You have four years. You don't – so people that are taking this vaccine, if there would be long-term side effects, it's the average – Long-term side effect that happens on the average vaccine is year number four. And to top this off, that kind of goes with this, is we have two high-ranking FDA officials, if you didn't see this already, two high-ranking FDA officials that resigned because the Biden administration has, has went with Pfizer and, and went against the FDA's approval to push through these booster shots for the month of September because the mm. FDI and, – and the reason why they do not – want their name attached to it they said that that's what it yes, is the, the two high-ranking officials wow what what does that tell <sighs> you i heard pfizer is also making pills yeah it's called the blue pill i believe <laughs> no literally it- it's no literally <laughs> No, I totally forgot. Hold on. It's called the Blue Pill. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they could. Come on. Somebody had to be like, everybody, this is. If it's really called the Blue. Is it really called the Blue Pill? You messing with me? No. Oh, my God, bro. Um, You love the face. Oh, my God. They literally call it the Blue Pill. (laughs) <laughs> if anybody doesn't understand what we're talking about it's from the matrix guys it's, it's when morpheus tells neo would you like to know the truth and take the red pill which is why we call that red pilling people or would you like to go back to sleep and just enjoy the fake scenario that is being projected for you so you can go along as a dead dumb sheep yeah. oh man you can't make it up bro wow they call you it can't. the blue pill dude oh my gosh well, we're going to wow. end with that. <laughs> that was such yep, a, that's good, a good one to end on. That was a great episode. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Don't forget to leave a review. We do these. Oh, uh, well, hang pot- on. They expected the, the reason I brought it up is because they're expecting the pills to be mandatory. That's oh, why I yes, brought it up. Yes. Yeah. So imagine. So, guys, vaccines are one thing. Imagine being mandated to take pills. That's just oh if you're not annoyed yet, you should be if you're on the left. I mean, everybody on yep. the conservative side already agrees with us. But go ahead. Keep talking. I'm listening. No, it's so true. Um, if you are listening, don't forget. I mean, we don't do advertisements. And so the only fee yet. that we the yet the only fee that we are charging is if you actually get something out of this podcast, you find value, you find it entertaining, leave a review, share it on your social media. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And also tell a couple of friends about it. That's what we need. Also, don't forget, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Put in your email so that you can be a part of our first community event. We love you guys. Ross the Boss, me, Jordan Sarmo. We are out.